First of all, I gotta say, I feel like your uh, your style matches some songs, like match with Lana Del Rey a lot. It's interesting to see, especially the song Blue. It just feels like I'm driving in the PCH and I'm in a convertible or something. It's a great vibe. It's contrast to, you know, reality at the moment. A lot of us are in lockdown at the moment, unfortunately. Thank you, COVID, once again. But for those who don't know you just yet, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into music, and how long have you been working on this entire thing? Sure, yeah. Um, that's so funny. That's like the second time I've been um, compared to Lana Del Rey um, in the last week. Um, she's great. Um, yeah, I, I, my name's Madeline. I uh, write and play music. Um, I call my genre indie pop and roll because no matter what genre I'm fusing with, there's kind of like a, a pop rock, you know, undertone in it. Mm. Um, but I, I think of my music as kind of genre fluid and I like to experiment a lot with genres. Um, and I am mostly based in LA, but right now I'm in Cleveland and um, I'm actually here like indefinitely because I don't really feel like going back to LA at all. Oh, really? How's that? Yeah. Well, how come? I, I don't know. Like, I just don't really feel like being in a big city right now, like with a mm. pandemic happening and with fires right. happening. Like, you know, I don't know why I would go back there when I'm in this tiny little Cleveland paradise. So, um, yeah, um, my music, I've, I've been doing music since I could talk, you know, I've been singing and um, writing since the seventh grade. My mom is a jazz vocalist, so I uh, very was cool. very inspired by her at an early age. Um, but growing up, I listened to a lot of uh, like indie rock, like Modest Mouse and grunge, like Nirvana. And um, I was really into Elliot Smith and um, Alanis Morissette and Amy Mann and people like that. Feels like it's, it's been your thing to go, go to thing ever since the start. You've been into music. That's great stuff. Uh, and I was looking at your recent album. It has a very interesting title, Raised on Point. Yeah. So <laughs> what's the story behind that? Sure. Um, yeah, Raised on Point. Yeah, people are very uh, confused by that title. But um, it just is talking about like how millennials have grown up and how we've mm. been exposed to sort of like this phony culture whether it's like reality television or plastic surgery or Photoshop or internet porn or whatever it is, like we're just constantly fed these warped images that are not exactly part of, you know, reality. And how does that affect our emotions and the way that we connect with people in our relationships? And I don't know, these are things that I was thinking about a lot when I moved to LA a long time ago. And um, it was like, interfering with my songwriting well not interfering with it but you know coming across in it I, I felt um and um yeah so I was just exploring those issues in in my songs I guess I can relate to that actually since you know I was in I wasn't raised in California I was raised in Japan most of my life uh cool. but when I went to California for college you know just a couple months ago I was in California it just feels like California or LA particularly is just so materialistic and I totally yeah. get where you're coming from. You know, like, I feel like we're, we're kind of expected to be something in modern society, you know, just this false image of the perfect, you know, perfect you that doesn't really exist. So I feel like that's where your music is coming from. What, what's, a, what's the significance of these songs uh, in particular towards your life? Like what, what's, uh, what was going on in your head 
Like, what's the inspiration behind these songs in this album? Sure. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of them are um, fueled by relationships and right. people that I've encountered, especially in LA. When I moved to LA, I've met so many different interesting people. You know, some of them mm. obviously sucked, and then I would write <laughs> songs about them. Um, but, you know, I, I think definitely I, I get inspired by things that people say to me. Right. Um, and I have a new video coming out called Talking to Myself. Uh, well, it's from the album, the, the song Talking to Myself, but the video right. hasn't been released yet. Um, so the video will be out hopefully on October 9th, but I actually just got word today that this record label might be interested in uh, distributing it. Very cool. So that would be very, very exciting. Congrats um, on that. Thank you. In the video, uh, I'm writing like lyrics on my body, uh, mm -hmm. like a lot of like the lyrics that I've written over the years and also just shitty things that people have said to me. Um, oh. So I, I think about lyrics and I like when I write my songs, especially the ones I'm raised on porn, I think, you know, they're kind of like armor in a way, you know, you're writing mm. these things to protect yourself and to make yourself strong and not let people get you down, you know, mm. you're writing lyrics because you know something happened like an event occurred and you want to turn that event into something better and stronger and positive um so that's how i think i you know write music and why i write music and these yeah. are some really true um you know true observations and it's a reality actually i think a lot of people especially i don't know it feels like people who turn out to be you know doing great things in life like yourself have a have a rough childhood in, in a sense that in high school or in middle school they're kind of bullied in a way and they're kind of they could get they go through this um traumatic phase probably you know and you know since you have you have a lot of following on 27k followers on instagram it's amazing good job uh, how do these people come back and interact with you people who once put you down um well um hmm, that's a good question you know, I, I don't think I was so much bullied as I was just misunderstood, I think, mm, by people. Interesting. Um, and I think sometimes people are like, wow, she's not just a weirdo. She, like, has something <laughs> to say. And maybe I'll listen to it. And that's kind of cool, you know, because mm. it's nice to be, you know, not, not taken seriously, because I don't really take myself that seriously. But um, it's nice that people want to listen to the things they have to say, because... Um, you know, everybody wants to be heard at the end of the day. And uh, I think that's probably why I listen to people so carefully and the things they say and then write them down and then write music mm. with them. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I feel like, um, you know, negative emotion is a lot of energy. And sometimes you can redirect this energy towards positive things instead of going down this negative spiral path. And I feel like oh, a lot of us, a lot of us don't understand that this is energy, you know, it's the same concept in, in, this is a strange example for sure, but in physics, you know, um, you know, you can't, you can't destroy energy just like that. You can put this energy towards something positive and, you know, invest that energy over there to prove somebody wrong, maybe, you know, and I feel like yeah. that's, that's what oh, people. Oh, spite songs. You're talking about yeah. spite songs. Yeah. Written yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, uh, do you have any, uh, any favorite ones that you want to mention out? Um, well, I would really like to encourage people to listen to Talking to Myself. And also, um, I feel like my song 19th One Night Stand on the album. Mm, um, I heard that one. Yeah. I, I, I liked like it. It's one of the lesser like heard ones. Um, I don't think it's gotten like very much radio play or anything, mm. but um, 
I, I like that song just because, I don't know, it reminds me of LA and the kind of people that you encounter. Like one of the lines is, what do you do that's not just for you? Mm. Um, it's funny, like I, I came home to Ohio and like I, I was having trouble like with my credit card at a at the mail, at, at mm-hmm. the mail, at the mail store, at the USPS. <laughs> and um, some random guy, like it just wouldn't take my chip, you know? And some random guy behind me like paid for me after I stepped aside and like didn't even tell me and left and the lady at the front was like oh that guy just paid for you and I was like whoa that would never happen in LA (laughs) I mean maybe that's not true but you know like my experience is that's that's what it's kind of like but at the same time I feel like you know women have this advantage in a sense because I have this friend and she's she wants to be a model she's 6'4 tall girl as well and she met a really famous rapper. He put a picture, like, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's working with The weekend, super famous guy. Wow. Uh, and he, he took a photo with her and put it on his profile as well, his Instagram. It's like, whoa. But oh, yeah. uh, at the same time, I feel like people are willing to give opportunities to people who, you know, somebody has to step up there. And yes. if you have it, then people will give you those opportunities. And, and I feel like that's what you're all about. You know, so um, every artist has their own unique style of performing, composing. Uh, how would you describe your own unique style? You kind of mentioned it before saying, you know, it's not any kind of, you know, it's not linked with any genre. You, you're pretty open-minded in that sense. But who are your inspirations and what's, what's going on in your head when you try to, you know, come up with a song? Sure. Well, you know, for a long time, I was like not really into writing with people just because, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of an introvert and I always thought of, you know, me writing music as more of a, a self-care kind of therapeutic mm. practice, but I've been writing more with my friends lately and um, sometimes they'll just throw a chord progression at me now. Like my friend here in Ohio was like, oh, I just wrote this really cool chord progression. Uh, and I was like, okay, well send it to me. And then he did. And I was like inspired immediately and um, just wrote like some lyrics that I I really liked and um, I think it's going to go on the album (laughs) so that's really cool um you know Dante has been amazing he's an incredible rapper and lyricist um and you know there's certain people that you can just be around and like feel comfortable Mm. writing with them um but I'm always interested in people's writing styles like you know Kurt Cobain would just write like poetry like in a notebook and then grab things out of it and put it with chords you know um for me like I think when I write on my acoustic guitar I come up with the melody and the lyrics at the same time while I'm writing Mm. um which is interesting it's it's so funny it's like putting together a puzzle but you don't know how the puzzle got done really (laughs) when you look (laughs) back at it you're like how did this all come together I don't know um and that's your style yeah the mystery and magic of songwriting, you know? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, this is the interesting thing. Every artist has their own way of coming about on how to write, compose. And that's the beauty behind this. Uh, what are your goals with your music? And what, what is your message to your fans? What's your ultimate goal? Um, I think, well, my ultimate goal, my ultimate message is to tell people to not be afraid because I think like fear just paralyzes people. And that's one of the saddest things I've ever seen. Um, Mm. And just to, you know, live your life boldly and be yourself and and figure out what your message is and then just say it loudly. Um, And my goal with my music is just to keep making it and putting it out, whether people are listening to it or not, you know, 
of course I want people to listen to it and, and respond to it and it makes my day every time it affects someone's life positively you know mm -hmm. but um I think I would still be making music even if everybody was deaf so <laughs> I just that's uh, that's your that's your um your commitment to music and I totally agree with that weekend for me is the artist that has always been there for me it's strange because you know if I met him I'd be like yo what's up man but everybody else is reacting in that same way so for him I would imagine that it's it's pretty maybe sometimes annoying as well because he can't walk in the street without getting noticed oh, it gets annoying uh, yeah so you're waiting for that point to come I can see that <laughs> but you know he's he's up there right now it's uh it's funny the level of influence he's had because there, there are some days in my life that were dark obviously everybody has those days you know why not but and you listen to his song he's there for in a sense you know and I, yeah. sometimes i'm like you know sometimes i'm like what was gonna how would my world be if it weren't for the weekend like we really oh said that God. so yeah no it's uh, amazing how how influential music can be on your life absolutely, i mean yeah. i don't i probably wouldn't be a songwriter if it wasn't for alanis and elliot smith i mm. mean they taught me to think about words differently and the placement of words and the meaning of words. Um, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know where I would be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so when you say meaning of words, what kind of inspiration have you drawn from these artists? Well, I think Alanis Morissette showed me that you don't have, you don't have to be like cookie cutter with words. You, you can mm. place them in a melody uh, the way you want to and, and, you know, kind of she takes words that aren't usually in songs and makes mm. them work she just does it she decides to do it and she does it and I, I kind of love that because I'm a word person and sometimes I'll hear a word and be like oh my god that's never been in a song before mm. and it needs a home and I love that <laughs> word and then I'll I'll try to put it in a song because I'm just so into it and it has like a, a big meaning for me you know mm. um so I think she taught me that and then you know Elliot Smith just taught me like bravery with honesty and emotion uh in songwriting some people can you know I think they can draw inspiration and write good lyrics at the same time you know they can't find a rhythm and I think I'm in that category as well I, I think I can write pretty good music uh -huh. oh not music yeah. I take that back lyrics I can okay. write some good lyrics I think but I can't find the rhythm of the song. I don't know where to start. For people who have this kind of problem, what, how do you think they, sh they should go about fixing this or getting better at it? Well, let me ask you first, do you have a musical background? Like, can you play an instrument? I wish. There's your problem. I there mean, everybody wants to be a songwriter, right? But um, right. I'm sorry to say, but like it, it you kind of have to know a musical <laughs> instrument. Like, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. The, uh, yeah. the, I, th I think uh, I did some piano when I was in high school. Well, counts, right? I could yeah. sort of relate what you're saying. I, I mean, you got to have this kind of, I, I think I know what you're saying, but uh, if you- There has to be a the, base, hmm. you know? There needs to be a base. Right. There's some, it's like building a house. There's a foundation and the foundation is the chords and the beat. And, you know, mm. then you put the melody on top of that, right? And then I guess the, the lyrics and, you know, I guess everybody does it differently, like you were saying, but um, mm. I think the easiest thing to do is, is start with the foundation, which are the chords and, and the beat. And once you have that, 
honestly don't know how how one would go about writing a song without knowing a musical instrument that would be very challenging mm. for me i think yeah i i think uh that, that's the solid point over there and sometimes when when i do come or i think even my friends that those who don't know how to play any instruments they just go off a beat online you know kind of play around with it find something but, if you're if mm. you're gonna do it on beat like with beats like obviously that's what everybody does now what am i saying so right. i mean you just find the right beat and then hum to it until you find the melody that belongs to it right mm. yeah i guess uh talented people like you can say that uh, okay <laughs> We'll give that to you. <laughs> well, you have it or you don't. And, uh, you know, you clearly have it. So keep up that Thank good you. work. Um, so Thank currently, uh, have you uh, collaborated with any artists so far? Uh, I mostly work with my friends. I keep it pretty tight. Um, mm. Yeah, you should definitely check out Dante Jukel. He is an incredible rapper. He just released a song called Florida, which is really mm -hmm. good. Um, and I work with my friend Justin, who goes by Night Shift. Um, mm. And then I'm working with um, my guitarist, Alex Windsor, and her husband, Patrick Windsor, who is a producer, and they're super, super talented. Um, mm. Shout out to all these people. I love you. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I just like to work with the people that I know and love and trust. So uh, do you think any time, well, during these times, it's obviously hard during COVID, but uh, have you had or are you planning to, you know, host a concert sometime? Oh, well, yeah, I am. Um, Even I if it's a small some, one. Yeah, well, I, I'm not doing any live things right now, exactly. Um, but I am um, having a, like, I'm, I'm performing in a, a, a digitally streamed thing um, mm. called I Voted, I think it's called I Voted, but it's by Gritty and Pink. Um, they mm -hmm. do like uh, digital tours. Um, they're really cool girls. And um, it's just to, um, kind of promote voting in the election oh yeah that's, that's a very good that's a very good reason you know i got called out my yeah. last podcast was, was was with a firefighter and uh you know i asked him this question saying oh hey uh how do you think trump's policies have impacted the you know fire fire department and he just gave a normal answer saying you know he doesn't understand science obviously he doesn't but then you know people started commenting saying you know all kinds of things saying oh what kind of question is this host asking but then this makes me think, you know, everything is connected with politics at the end. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I know. Yeah. People don't want to take politics personally or say, like, they say, oh, we can keep that out of our relationship or our friendship. Well, you, you can't because you can't. There, yeah. are, there are morals and ethics involved, unfortunately, and um, science. And if you don't mm. believe in science or you don't have morals and ethics, well, it's kind of a problem for our relationship, isn't it? 100%. I really think the upcoming elections are so crucial to form the next the future of this country really what do they um what do they think about um our political policies in japan right now oh my god internationally so i'm going to school in australia right now and mm -hmm. it's online schooling at the moment so i'm in japan with family instead uh everybody i meet is telling me the same thing they're like well you guys are a joke i mean all the things we're doing and I mean, Trump's pulling numbers out of his ass. He doesn't have anything to talk about. You know, it's just mind blowing. I don't know how he does that. Really, it just, I mean, answering your question, um, it's, it's bad. It's really bad. Everybody's just making fun of us right now saying what's happening. And right. for the right reasons. Foreign policy has, has really deteriorated, unfortunately. This might be a hard question. How is politics related with the music industry? Oh, um, hmm. 
Well, I think people call politicians out every once in a while on their music. I've heard, mm. yeah, I've heard some references. Um, and But, you know, I think, especially in like the 1960s, I mean, they were like insanely intertwined, right? I mean, right. Joni Mitchell wrote some politically charged songs. Neil Young, think about like Four Dead in Ohio, you know, like, mm. I think... Um, I think that politics very much influences our our music. I mean, cr as much as current events do, because current events mm -hmm. are part of politics and the news. And right. I mean, these things all seep into music making. Um, if you're if you feel passionately about something that's going on in the world, it's probably going to enter your music. Um, I mean, for me, I'm just a selfish piece of shit, and I just write about <laughs> you know people that I encounter. I'm not writing about big world problems. Unfortunately, I'm not Joni Mitchell, but um, you know, maybe one day when I'm a little more evolved, I will. Uh, I, I agree with that. Um, and uh, for, for people who are starting off, you know, into want to be an artist and they think they have it, what are some things you've learned along the way that you think a early artist should consider and be aware of? If someone says to you something like, uh, you better hurry up and do this because soon you'll be too old to do it you just tell that person to like, you just tell that person bye. Because like, you have to do things on your own timeline and you can't be rushed. And art isn't about rushing things, you know. I'm not telling you to like sit on your material for your whole life, mm. but I, I would definitely not encourage that. I would say put the stuff out. But um, if you're not in a place in your life where you, you wanna pursue music or you wanna pursue your, your art, like, you know, that's okay take your time mm. and don't let other people say, oh, well, you're going to age out of it because that's disgusting and um, mm. awful. Um, and it doesn't help you. Um, mm. You just have to, you know, do things on your own timeline. If there's anything you want to tell the audience that something you've learned from your experience so far, anything that one last message that you might not have, you know, portrayed yet possibly, is there anything you want to say? I mean, I talked about fear. I talked about, you know, doing things in your timeline. I think I talked about being yourself. Um, those are like my main things, I think. Mm. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. And good luck with your music. And I want to say congratulations. Yeah. Hey, can I do something self-promotional? Go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, um, check out my, uh, my, my album Raised on Porn and also check out my video that's coming out soon. It's called talking to myself and it will be out October 9th and then I also have a second album coming out this year called Everyday Existential Crisis so watch out for it.